0: 621 happy St. Patrick's Day to you. We're joined by Scott Reed, CTV political analyst, former advisor to Prime Minister Paul Martin, of Irish descent, Scott or uh no.
1: no, pretty much all Scottish, but okay. uh, I still, you know, for this very lone day, I um, I waive an exemption and, uh, and join in the cause of celebrating Ireland by drinking as much beer as humanly possible. Yeah, All right, we'll have to get it on. Uh, listen, former Toronto City Councillor Anna Bailau
0: is going to formally, well, she's formally declared she's running for mayor. She will do so again at 7.35 on our show this morning. We don't need to dwell on this forever because this debate is still like unbaked bread, but Uh, She is a serious candidate
1: Yeah. And look, it's starting to look like it's going to be quite a packed field. And I think she's an instant front runner and has a lot of heavyweights behind her. Um, People from across the political spectrum, you've got, you know, hardcore conservatives and uh, longtime liberals. So, you know, I think she's going to be formidable. I think, you know, you can start to feel the rhythm of this race in terms of the short list of serious candidates. And you've interviewed some less than serious candidates so far. So I think she's the first of the biggies.
0: Uh, meanwhile also coming into studio today at eight it'll be Jugmeet Singh leader of the NDP timing is kind of interesting this is one of those occasions you're probably familiar with where you know the the leader's office calls you and says he would like to drop in for a visit and you know Thomas Mulcair says he thinks there's going to be an election in September so in some ways I guess this is a campaign appearance
1: yeah I think Tom's wrong 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 <laughs> wrong wrong, wrong, wrong. Okay. Um, I, I think that um Singh's just trying to Singh's just trying to get himself out talking about the budget because Ottawa's been so trapped on the Chinese interference issue, which isn't to say that it isn't incredibly important. But if you're Jagmeet Singh, it's 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 all it's all peril for you. I mean, because really on on the Chinese interference issue, you're just being highlighted as someone that's more or less forced to sustain the government because he doesn't want to have an election right now. So he's trying to get on here to talk affordability, you know, cost of living, bread and butter issues. Get back to his grocery store issues. Um, I I bet $100 you're going to ask him about barn doors and St. Patrick's Day, and he's going to talk about the price of chicken.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know. He's not as as bad as Jack Layton used to be, where if you asked him how the weather was, he'd tell you about daycare spaces. Uh, But yes, I'm sure he's coming with a message he wants to sell. Uh, One last sort of inside politics story would be the idea that Navdeep Bains apparently is considering running for the leadership of the provincial liberals.
1: Well, that's a big deal. Uh, that's a big deal. If now were to do it, he would be an instant front runner. He's a powerhouse from the nine Oh five. Obviously, he uh, you know, brings in a new Canadian vote. Um, uh, he's an incredible—people may not recognize this and know this about him, but they think he was an MP and a minister, but he's an unbelievable political organizer. So he'll bring rigor in terms of the ability to build a volunteer base, rigor in terms of the ability to fundraise. He'll have 905 Appeal, which is the, you know, the absolute breadbasket for Doug Ford. So he'd be a compelling candidate, like really compelling candidate. The party would be lucky to have him as, as a candidate. He'd be the first really super serious candidate, probably along with Bonnie Crombie in terms of name power.
0: Okay, so um, George Brown College investigating after a guest speaker used the N-word. And, you know, we don't have to spend a lot of time on this because we don't know what the context was. But I also find there is this, you know, using the N-word seems to be like shooting yourself in the head.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm a 55-ish year old white guy. And I'm never using it. Like, it's just that simple. Now, we don't know the context. I mean, it could be somebody who's racialized. It could be somebody who's black, who uh, use it as a point of emphasis. I've been a guest lecturer dozens of times at universities. And I talk in a way that, um, you know, university profs don't. Um, But you know, there's still lines. There are, you know, clear rules. And, you know, you um, we'll, we'll, we'll see what the context is eventually, I guess. But I just think, you know, it's, it's pretty straightforward. Don't use that word. Um, that's, that's just the, any other course of action is asking for trouble and asking to, you know, really alienate and, and, and upset people.
0: There is a gym that is offering self-defense courses for TTC commuters. That's kind of a sad thing.
1: This is the worst lamest most predatory gimmick i've ever heard in my life i mean seriously i don't know anything about this gym or these people but like i literally feel like shame on you okay come on we see these this serious issue of violence on the subway what is the answer not more violence oh it's self-defense bull roar you know the kind of people who are going to want to take this course are the kind of people who are like yeah i'm going to get down there and then when someone looks at me i'm going to give them a here too i just think this is the you know maybe they got us talking about. About them on the radio, but I think this is just this is this is Bush. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna teach you how to defend yourself on the TTC. You know what? Kicking someone's ass is not the remedy to violence on the TTC. It's uh, I think this is way Bush.
0: Okay, I, I must say though I'm curious because you know uh, it's a three hour course apparently, and they're gonna. I, I suppose part of it is the whole idea that you have to bark back at people to get them to clear the decks, and then after that you punch them in the face. We lose Scott. Scott's vanished. Well, look at that. I seem to have.
1: Did someone punch him in the face? Yeah, I oh grabbed
0: <laughs> Rats, because we didn't get to the zombie
1: story. Can you? Uh... I'm here. I'm here. I'm back. Can okay. you hear me? You're back. Okay. So I blinked right out there. Yeah, it's, uh, I take back everything I said. Clearly, I offended the gods. This has been a rough
0: tech week for us, I'll tell you. So uh, Toronto is ranked as one of the worst cities to survive a zombie apocalypse. Um, I mean, they actually give you the means by which they establish this five categories of data. Vulnerability. I'm not sure what that really means. Hideouts. Okay. Uh, maybe Toronto has some. Supply, safety and mobility. All I can think of is I would love to be on a high floor in a condo tower during a zombie apocalypse, Scott, because they don't know how to use elevators.
1: No, no, you're, you're going the wrong direction, man. This is how you survive a zombie apocalypse in Toronto. And by the way, we are the number one safest place in North America to be, possibly the world. We have the path, the indescribable, unnavigable path. Either we put all the zombies down there and they get lost looking for Tim Hortons for two years, or we go down there and the zombies will never find us. But the path is the answer. All that happens on the path is that people sweat and can't find their destination. It's perfect. We're safe. As houses.
0: You know, it's funny when you talk about the path, because you're right, I get lost in there constantly. And I remember years ago, I went to see Fred Ketchum, the finance guy, and we were going to lunch and we were going through the path and Fred could navigate the path like a pointer dog. And not only that, but he knew everybody. So it was a, hello, hello, hello. Um, but yeah, I have found the path to be uh, innavigable and impenetrable and impossible to understand. Uh, one last question for you. Uh, do you prefer the fast moving, zombies or the slow moving zombies?
1: Well, as a matter of entertainment, the fast moving zombies as a matter of contemplating, you know, my own survival, the slow for sure. Okay. Thank you, sir. Good to have you. Happy
0: Friday. Happy St. Patrick's Day.
1: Happy St. Patrick's Day. Aaron Gorbaugh. That is
0: Scott Reed, political analyst, former advisor to a prime minister. And if you're not a zombie movie aficionado, you may have to actually be, you know, given the the details. But um, I think it's a fairly recent development that we got into the fast-moving zombies. Because the classic zombie was always staggering along. And I always thought, like, who can't escape that? Just walk fast and they'll never catch you. And then we got into like in 28 days and 28 days later, we got into these zombies who could sort of rush toward you and ambush you.